1: Myself, my, my name is Glee. I'm kind of the leader in here. Made of rocks, as you can see, but, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. It's just a little rock-paper-scissors joke for you. <laughs> what?
0: Where do you? Where? What part of your mind comes up with these? That's what I really want to know. Is this like? Is this like the, the the the? You're sitting on the toilet and thinking of things jokes, in the shower. Those are good ones, or is? <laughs> <laughs> or is this like I probably swallowed too much of something we shouldn't mention in mixed company and now I'm having a problem? Uh, was uh, degreasing the septic tank. Oh, okay. Okay. That sounds like fun. Like like <laughs> waist deep or just like an elbow or two?
1: Oh no, I'm 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 in up to my balls. Okay. <laughs> Those guys with ships. Today is November twentieth, twenty-nine forty seven. And we are Those Guys With Ships, and you are tuned to the Versecast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community Podcast. Guys, how are we doing? Good.
2: Very well. Ooh,
1: I like that. I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, he isn't immortal, though he does play one on the radio. Welcome back to the hangar. Amontillado, also known as Eric the Immortal, 1400th of his name. Welcome back to the show, Monty.
2: It's good to have you here. How you been? I've been pretty well and
1: thanks for having me back. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so um, Mark, what's new and exciting in um, in your uh, neck of the woods? Do you, have, do you have do you have do your woods have necks? Uh you know, I I mean red
0: ones, I believe. <laughs> Pretty I that was pretty solid cash of those. <laughs> you know, the real problem is 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 <laughs> I I keep thinking <coughs> every way Excuse possible me. today <clears throat> to use the uh yes. st- either of you guys watch Moana. The, the I have seen mm. it once or twice. Yeah, I may have, yes. Exactly. I have not seen it. No. I, I can't stop singing the your welcome song. Can't stop. Oh. It's amazing. you know, all I can That's say That's like my is least favorite something 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 because i can't remember the words yeah so it's basically just all day people call me like hey something's wrong with my house it's burning down should i put in a claim for insurance i'm like wait one second let me tell you what i think about that and then i start singing the song they're like what what does this have to do with anything and the answer is of course nothing except very entertaining
1: to myself Yeah. well yeah yeah and now um this is a a children's movie, correct?
0: Yes, but I like to look at them as just an opportunity to delve into something weird that uh, I hope to find uh, interesting adult tidbits
1: in. Well, that's that's very inter- very insightful. Yeah. Maybe perhaps a um, a vista into the um, into the um, uh, I'm trying to make a a, a, a cow joke okay, here. It's I don't not know coming where you to go me. from there because the only the only, thing, the only place i can think of is is like you know the thing where the cows they they start shaking their heads violently and you can't eat them that's a terrible we should, that's terrible so uh, we, we don't want to do this. <laughs> so Monty, you've uh,
0: are the kids at that age where they watching like watching it quite a bit
2: i'm not going to blame it on the kids if disney movie comes out <laughs> i'm going to watch it <laughs> it's just gonna, yeah, it's yeah, a,
0: i'm a clo- i'm a closet animated movie guy I, every single one that comes out i watch them i love them can't get enough
1: don't know why I have not seen this movie used to be, But I think I'm aware of it. I think I, I have seen... Uh, I've seen uh, um, uh, merchandising, retail opportunities at the store mm. for it. Okay.
0: Because you know how that When happens. you're walking down, like, the like the kids' soap aisles. Like, oh, man, Rubber Ducky or Moana Toy? Hmm. Or both. <laughs> Obviously.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All righty then. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you've come for. It's main event time. That's right. It's the injustice of Thor. Hmm. You see what? It, well, actually, you probably I don't. T- yet, t- no. It's because it's a combo. Maybe at the end, you'll see that. Yeah. At the end. At the end. After then, you then you, then. Is it like you foreshadowing? Okay. Yes, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a friend and I had IMAX tickets to go see uh, Thor Ragnarok 3D, uh, this last mug, so we could go tonight. Um, however, sometime between when my friend bought the tickets and uh, Monday night, uh, the theater canceled our showing. You know, Supposedly an email went out, but if it did, my friend says he never received it. And when we arrived at the theater, though the doors were open and the theater was full of people, there were no ticket takers. um, Nor was there anyone handing out 3D glasses, so you know, it was weird, but uh, you know, well. And uh, when we got to our seats, the same seats, the very same seats, we always reserve for IMAX movies. My seat was blocked off with masking tape, so this was decidedly ungood. Um, so now, after quickly working our way up the local food chain, if you will, to the house manager, uh, we learned about the, uh, the cancellation um, that uh, supposedly was communicated in an email, and that the reason for the cancellation was so the theater could host a special Justice League Early Access premiere. So a long story short, the house manager apologized for the confusion, rescheduled our Thor tickets to Wednesday um, in our regular seats, And then he invited us to stay for the Justice premiere as his guests. So, win, win, winning! Winning all over me. Winning and butter.
0: Like, okay. Serious question here. Mm -hmm. Uh, You used to have a significant other that uh, lives in Canada. I'm assuming she still does. Um, They have all kinds of flavors for the popcorns, like flavored. I don't know. She was always talking about like ketchup flavoring you put on your in your, hop, your popcorn and so forth. Do yeah. you guys
1: have flavors? There is a sprinkles bar for your popcorn that has a variety of powders yeah. that you can put on your popcorn. Yeah. Um, I have not. I have not visited the sprinkles bar. A- apparently, you should.
0: Um, uh, so I was told mm. by multiple people that live in in a country not my own. Um, so. <laughs> And so we're trusting them. Why? Well, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they had good enough taste to talk to me. So obviously, that should count for something. Um, yeah, So yeah. I, w- I would highly recommend you try and then tell us about it because there are none in my neck of the woods. Oh. Yeah. Monty, have, have you what? ever come across this at all?
2: Butter, corn, salt.
0: <laughs> That's, attaboy. <laughs> That's what keeps you immortal. A purist, I see. Okay. So how was... How was Justice League?
1: Justice League was very good. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, we though we were guests of the uh, of, of the house manager. Uh, that did not mean that I got to sit in my seat. Um, I had to sit instead in the front row. Which, uh, ow, you know, and, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, fortunately, the IMAX things they recline a little bit, so that was uh, it. Was it was doable? It was doable, and I was you know that much closer to Gal Gadot. So you know, you, know, you take the good with the bad um liked it did not like it as much as Wonder Woman still enjoyed it I thought the pacing was a bit hurried in places uh, did you see the Wonder Woman yet uh, either of you I have. I have oh look at that we both have hey all right we can actually talk about a movie yeah. hey um I I thought that they did an excellent job of um that movie though it just kept going it was like you know the story kept developing and developing um, this movie felt like we were rushing through to a conclusion. Um, not saying that it wasn't um, uh, that it wasn't a it wasn't time to get there, but uh, I think they may have had too many characters uh, to uh, do the movie in the amount of time that they had. Um, so it was it sort of felt like the um, the abridged version, possibly the abridged version of the movie, or if um, uh, if we are to draw an audible. Um, an audiobook analogy if it w- they were playing it at 1.5 speed. You know, so... <laughs> you know. Hmm. But it was good. It was good.
2: I imagine having multiple directors didn't help much either.
1: Oh, did it really? Oh, did it really? I did not know that. What happened?
2: Um, Who is it? Zack Snyder? He's the... He's the DC guy, I think so. Uh, he had some family issue, maybe a brother dying or something. I, I'm not sure. Uh, but Joss Whedon stepped in, and uh, apparently the uh, the Joss Whedon bits compared to the Zack Snyder bits are uh, uh, very observable.
0: Oh, let me see. I don't know my, my director. Now, I love guy. Joss Whedon. I mean, he does a – I mean, it in other things, I have no idea how he – I can't think of a time where – seen him do a superhero movie, so I'm not really sure how that would play out. So,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess my... Was was that a joke? <laughs> 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 Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god. I can't tell.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no. Actually, no, but having said that, uh, yes, actually, I really do like his, his style. So I'm kind of curious now. I don't know... I mean, Zack Snyder, has he... Has, now that one I really don't know. Does he usually do DC stuff or?
2: Um, if you've seen the, uh, wasn't Batman v Superman that was no. him? I believe.
1: No. <laughs> mm, I heard that was uh, that was. It was um, okay. Not ungood. Not bad, just ungood. Okay, I never saw. Well, it. never saw. Interesting. It. All right. Although. Um, I did, was talking to some some people after seeing the movie, and they were saying that, oh, the Superman versus Batman, if you see the extended cut, the extended version of it, it actually works a lot better. Um, so maybe that could play into um, um, my feeling of this coming across like an abridged production. Like hmm. if you actually fleshed it out, it allowed it to breathe, allowed it to flow, that um, it would have... Uh, would have worked better, but like it, it did not work badly. So uh, definitely, definitely would say uh, go hmm. check it so, out. And Thor was just Thor. Thor was. Awesome. Oh, you did see Thor then? Did you? Go- oh, because that was last. Oh yeah. Day. Yes, oh, yes. Okay. They, it was two two days hence that we we uh, we returned to the Laverne and uh bypassing yet again the Sprinkle Bar. Um, had I known, um, and and saw the Thor. Very, very, very funny. Very, very funny. Um, I. I am um, a bit a bit um, uh, ashamed of myself that uh, I watched that entire movie and I am a huge Kate Blanchett fan. Ooh. yes, and I had no idea that was her. I had no idea until it was over and then my buddy said, "Well, what did you think about Kate Blanchett?" And I said, "The who? Uh, which character did she play?" <laughs> and um, that was amazing. It was, that she was amazing. Um, it's interesting, uh, Idris Elba, Who I didn't realize has been in all the Thor movies. You know, he was in it for all of about you know a minute and forty-five seconds. Um, You know, sprinkled throughout. But um, interesting that uh, an actor of his uh, stature um, be in a movie like that with uh, such a short cameo. But also um, uh, Anthony Hopkins too, Um, sir. Sir Anthony Hopkins, please. Sir Anthony Hopkins was in it for. uh, for uh, a relatively short period of time, but uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and the, the guy that uh, that plays uh, Hulk, I forget his name, uh, Rufio. Mark. Um, Mark Rufio, yeah, uh, he was he was really good, and um, uh, of course Hemsworth is 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 a lot of fun. Oh, and Jeff Goldblum, oh for crying out, Pete, uh, Jeff Goldblum was just hilarious. Wh- has, which has
2: a, which Hemsworth are you talking about? There were two of them in that movie.
1: No, um. Well, the main Hemsworth. the main, the main Hemsworth, um, Chris, right?
2: Right.
0: Wow. Okay. You guys
1: are blowing me away with your remembrance
0: of names. My, yeah. not my strong suit. No. I, I prefer that guy Before. that was in the movie with the stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the hunky one with the muscles yeah. and the like. Hammer. You have to tell me. Okay, he played this guy. Remember the guy? He was the green one. Uh, oh, maybe. <laughs>
1: Cheeseburger, anger control issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, two very positive movie-going experiences last week um, for the price of one positive movie-going experience. Okay. So, question. So,
0: mm-hmm. as I think I ask most times. Yeah. Can I take the, and this is important? Now, I, I think uh, Justice League i to have a hard sell. That would be a hard sell. But um, the uh, the Thor movie, can I take yeah. take the fiance to it? Would she actually watch it? As a person that you know, pretty much never watches anything sci-fi or fantasy or you know, remotely interesting.
1: Well, you got your Hemsworth Hulk or hunk factor, yeah, which does uh, I mean does
0: help significantly.
1: Yeah, um, but fun movie outside of that. I mean, funny. It's funny. Okay. It's very funny. Uh, now, have you seen Monty?
2: I have seen that, Yes.
1: And uh, do you agree that it is a um, an, an acceptable um, a female companion movie?
2: absolutely um I took my both of my daughters who you know suffered through the superhero movies because I take them to them um <laughs> they actually stayed awake through this whole one and enjoyed it so yeah, oh. I think it uh, it can appeal to a broad audience okay oh mm-hmm. good okay maybe I can actually but, get uh, into this I have my own injustice of Thor Glee
1: ah Ooh, do you do please
2: tell. Loki yes um the the my biggest gripe with the Thor movie and, and most of them actually is that Loki has killed so many people, particularly Agent Colson, whom we're supposed to like and adore. Um, and mm-hmm. basically, he's kind of you know, oh, that's just Loki being Loki. There's a there's an injustice of Thor there.
0: Hmm. Question. Does he, because uh, he, and I, I think what you're saying is that he tends to kind of go back and forth in terms of being acceptable to like everybody else, right? He's, like super villain, right? Oh, not, he's not really super villain. He's like mild villain. Like, didn't he wipe out that entire planet? Yeah, no, but it's cool. So, in, in this new Thor, good, is he good guy, bad guy, or middle of the road guy?
1: He's all of those oh. things. Would you agree with that uh, assessment, Monteiro?
2: Yeah, I think um, for the most part, uh, like for instance in The Avengers, uh, Loki was a bad guy. Um, Mm -hmm. In this movie, he is the trickster that uh, everyone likes, as far as the Mm. audience is concerned. The audience likes Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is, uh, it's really a reboot of both Thor's character, Hulk's character, and Loki's character, perhaps. Wow. Yeah, going so far as to say a reboot. Reboot. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's perhaps a strong word, but um, it is taking these characters in a more lighthearted direction.
1: Okay, it was a fun movie. Very, very fun movie. Um, I loved the um, the bit there without any spoilers. I loved the bit uh, where um, uh, Anthony, Sir Anthony, is um, is actually not himself. If you know what I mean, Monty. At the beginning. Yep. Near the beginning. Which just goes to show you why when you address him you have to say sir first. It's just because it was like I was totally like. No, that's not. Wait. No, that was you doing him on the part where it's like pretending to be you.
0: Brilliant! I think I'm gonna have to see this movie, obviously.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And speaking of movies, are we done? Have have uh, have we um, expended our um, our DC wad? Wow, if you will, uh, it's kind of a DC and Marvel wad. Oh, it's a Marvel, yeah. yeah it was a marvelous DC. You know, well, okay, never mind. There's no point in going there. Um, Mark, you and I have talked about the um, the Star Wars battlefront yeah. Yeah. Um, um, a couple mm-hmm. of times, and uh, it has since last time we uh, we chatted. Uh, come out uh, now. The single-player campaign uh, uh, supposedly the the rumor was that it has uh, answered a major canon question. Um, I'm not so sure, uh, but um, do we want to? Um, I think because it's been out, and I don't think it it's overtly spoilery. But do you um, do you guys want to talk about uh, supposedly the big reveal? Uh, I'm okay with it. But uh, Monty, do you have? I don't. I don't know about your um, about your Star Wars nerd uh, nerddom.
2: Um. Sure. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Okay. Um. So anyway, when after the game dropped, um, it was you know mere hours after that, or I, actually, I guess it was even there. The press copies had gone out, and it was reported. It seemed that it seemed to be indicated by the single player campaign that. Uh, Ray's parents, Ray, who we know from *A Force Awakens* and who we are, um, and all of the uh, *Last Jedi* trailers, uh, that her parents, who has that question has has been um, um, big and uh, and present in in uh, fans' minds, uh, that her parents are uh, likely Iden Versio and uh, Del Miko of Inferno Squadron, uh, who I guess. Now, Mark, did you play Battlefront 1? I uh, played the beta. Did not buy because... Okay. Yes. Um, no single-player campaign in that game, but I don't know if any of the folks, any of the characters from Inferno Squadron were in that game. Mm. Uh, but they, they, they were the, the focus of a novel uh, that came out about the same time as Battle, Battlefront 1. Uh, which I believe it was just called Inferno Squadron. Um, and anyway, it's an Imperial Squadron, and uh, uh, they were you know, sort of the elite troop types. And so, um, and there were some other kind of minor reveals, but I think the big one was, you know, hey, we find out who Ray's parents are, or that it's revealed who Rey's parents are, uh, and they are these two people. It's not Luke, it's not Obi-Wan, it's not Leia, it's not anybody that we we know um, uh really well from uh from the greater canon arc uh, it's in fact these these two imperial ex-imperial um, uh, soldiers um so i don't know what do you guys what do you guys think about that um i mean you know do you think it's fair that um that if this is true if this is actually turns out to be the case um do you think that it's fair that canon content for uh, a franchise, like star wars it has you know such cultural significance that 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 be released in a video game um and you know i I don't know how how significant it is but i mean but from the storyteller's perspective because i think i've heard before where the folks at disney have said you know who ray's parents are may not be so important you know hint hint but you know of course, we're out, you know, here speculating um, as as fast and furious as we can. You know, oh my God, she got to be, she's the the daughter of Obi Wan and Yoda, um, <laughs> it assuming just fits. that uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, so to speak. Um, Touche, sir. Touche. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think? I mean, I was, I felt, you know, one, a little bit like, oh, man, why. Why would you do that, you know, in a video game? I mean, I would, I would there's all kinds of canon uh, context and information that's given in uh, the literature, in, in, in the, the books. Um, and of course, obviously, like in Rebels and um, uh, uh, Clone Wars. But in a video game, it, it feels a little cheaty to me. What do you guys think?
0: Monty, why don't you go?
2: Um, gosh, uh, yeah, I don't know. The if it was an important aspect of the film, I would think that the uh, the directors and writers wouldn't want that to happen. You know, they would want their chance for the big reveal. Um, if their story is going in another direction, and you know, the parentage of of Ray isn't important to the story, then why would they care where it gets revealed? It's uh, sort of you know the fan base coming up with their own uh expectations that you know really aren't fueled all that much by uh by disney um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe sort of yeah
1: i i think that that's um you know and you see that's that's why we're so glad that you're here is because you are the dis dis disimpassioned reasonable every man
2: you needed a straight man i get it
1: that i am not (laughs) that i am not that i am not um, so I you know I just uh, we'll see we'll see um, but I did I did not get the game. Um, I watched a cutscene compilation that shows the the single player campaign from beginning to end and saw um, saw all the bits and um, there were some other issues that I didn't care for in the story um, but I, 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 I didn't think it was I didn't think it was all that. Well, I thought it was sort of implausible in places. It was was implausible, disappointing, um, and I felt like in in places where the literature, um, the additional literature, uh, has added some depth and believability to characters. And I'm thinking of 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 novels like uh, Tarkin and uh, even the uh, the um, uh, the aftermath novels. uh, but Tarkin and Darth Plagueis, which actually isn't canon, but um, it doesn't conflict with canon as far as we know. These books kind of add dimension to a lot of the characters, um, and I felt like this really flattened out um, and simplified some, some characters to the point of almost making them ludicrous. Wow, really that bad? Um, yeah, yeah. It's so, And it was just bad writing, just bad, 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 hmm. bad. But, Um, and there's supposedly there's going to be some DLC uh, some single-player DLC that's gonna come out right before the movie so maybe that's going to shed some more light into or onto uh, the question of of Ray's parents maybe not Um, but you know I guess I guess we'll um, we will wait and see there but because it's video games um, the cutscenes were beautiful the cutscenes were um, were really really pretty um, but the fidelity is not consistent. Um, some of the play areas, because when in this comp, this cutscene compilation I watched, uh, the person who constructed and I'll link it in the show notes, um, they created or they left enough gameplay in to create context between the cutscenes, which I thought was 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 really good. Um, some of the play areas looked. Much better than other play areas. Some of them, you know, kind of looked like what was that Wild West Online game? Oh God, that was so Uh, bad. I mean, there were not, there wasn't, there was some clipping, not some minor clipping, uh, but there were like areas that just looked, you know, looked totally flat. You know, that you were just like, wow. Especially inside buildings, you know, it was like, you know, what, what, what? Uh, But, and then of course the loot box controversy. Uh, the multiplayer loot box thing, which I guess they pulled um, at the uh, at the very last minute, they pulled that functionality out of the multiplayer game. Uh, Mark, have you uh, um, have you followed up on I, that?
0: What, what I understand, and once again, having not bought the game and totally going to watch the uh, two hour cutscene compilation, so I don't have to, kind of like uh, Call of Duty. What uh, what, what was the the last, the future war or whatever it was, totally did that. That, that was fantastic. Uh-huh. By the way, watching it that way saved me a whole lot of money. Um, having said that, uh, yes, um, my understanding is—I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong—is that uh, the loot boxes are still in. However, what they did is they put um, a level cap on the higher value cards, I guess, that allowed you to get, you know, the best of things. But what they didn't do, uh, apparently there was a way to game it where you could uh, craft things and create the better cards somehow still uh, at lower levels. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some along that line, essentially what it amounted to is they didn't really change enough, so it still ended up being kind of a pay-to-win sort of situation uh, because the cards are so uh, integral to uh, your ability to play the classes well. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. So, no, my, from what I understand, uh, people still be crazy about it. And, uh, meh, EA is probably just shaking their heads and being like,
1: well, you bought the game anyway, so what do we care? I, I don't really know. Well, I heard that, that somebody at Disney got really upset and called the head of EA and said, you know, what are you doing to our franchise? Um and uh, so what, hmm. what I what I heard is that they, they they pulled it um pending some some fixes but that it's not going away completely I, right? yeah as far as I know it's still in there they just put they
0: put random caps on Now, they may oh. have changed it since then but uh, the last reddit explosion I read was something to that effect and that's after it drop so I'm, I'm, it's wow. still in there yeah it's still in there
1: uh at least some version of it that's the sound of reddit explosion if you listen real carefully you can hear it several times a day. If they could like schedule it to explode on the top of every hour you could like use it, like a clock. That'd be impressive. It would. Um okay well so anyway that's a thing that that's a thing that happened it came out um sounds like uh, some people um some people are upset and some people are really upset <laughs> and there's probably a few people in there that are are, are are happy too so um and I've got this really cool graphic here um that Pretty much for me sums it up. At the end of the day, the force abides. See, see what they did. I there. did. The F- dude Photoshop is it. magic. It's magic, I tell you. Um, all right. Well, um, stars, citizen news, um, guys, um, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, uh board gamer, uh, in a recent YouTube video. Um, he had been well in the past uh, in the past he had been fairly recently I believe uh, saying that his opinion was that beta is coming at the end of 2018 and perhaps on uh, the release perhaps about a, a, a year after that or some period point of time after that um, and he is now saying that his optimistic working opinion is that beta is possible by the end of 2019 and that launch perhaps sometime in 2020. Um, and the first time I heard this, I, I kind of I did a double take and, and you know, listened to it a couple of times, and thought, you know, he might've misspoke. Maybe maybe he meant to say 2018, but instead he said 2019. Then in video that came out on Saturday, he very clearly said, no, my, my opinion is beta, Possibly by the end of two thousand and nineteen, and that's optimistic. And that's being optimistic. Um, release maybe in two thousand and twenty. Um, so that seems like a pretty a pretty significant extension of expectation of his ex- expected timeline. Um, and I know that people have talked about uh, procedural planets, the addition of procedural or procedural planets, procedural cities, um, adding. Uh, To the timeline, but that's both of those things we've known about for a while. And this 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 change in board's uh, prediction is is fairly recent. Um, And I'm not I'm not much of a redditor. I don't know Mark. I know you're on the Reddits quite a bit. Um, And Monty, I believe you you consume every every single syllable of Star Citizen content there is. So I'm hoping you guys can you know help me. Is there, is there something out there that you've heard that makes this um, seem like, well, oh, yeah, well, Doug Leap, don't you remember when they announced the thing that you obviously missed? Um, what's going on? Uh, my,
0: I haven't heard, um, I mean, Monty's got a different uh, viewpoint than I do, but I, or uh, access, rather, but uh, my understanding is that, um, um, yeah, I, 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 I hmm how are you going to make a prediction about it? Right. We don't, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, what it comes down to, one, yeah, I get the idea of the, the uh, procedural planets definitely, I'm sure, had an effect on things. But uh, one thing to keep in mind is that, you know, beta, in general terms,
1: should be feature complete, right? At that point, they're just polishing mm-hmm. things. So, Ooh, well, look, can I stop you there? I, I, uh, because this is something that I've heard a couple of times. People talk about beta... Sure that beta's just sort of a final formality before release. But I I, I kind of, I, I think that we need to be thinking about beta differently here because of the complexity of the economy. And the economy, you know, so the beginning of beta, people are gonna all start out with zero. Um, so in order to see how the economy will develop over time, you know, especially with the, the, the intricate relationships between different entities within the mm-hmm. economy, Um, and the amount of time it's going to take people to earn money, to be able to buy ships, to um, um, uh, improve their position in the game. Um, There may not need to be any patches, but there could be a lot of... um, We need to let the the economy mature naturally and see how that happens before we uh, we stamp it and say, yeah, this is good to go. Well, I could see that. I I don't think it really changes
0: it from being... You know, we haven't added all the stuff to. We've added all the stuff that we're going to add. Now we're just trying to figure out and make sure it all works correctly.
1: Um, right. But I, I, the thing is, I was just some people were saying, you know, well, beta is a final, uh, you know, sort of a, a formality where they just, you know, sort of make sure that everything works. I think that may be the case, but it could be that they would still need uh, to let it run for six months, possibly, to see yeah. to see how that how it works. They may. Um, but it wouldn't be a thing where you know it's going to beta next week and then the week after that it's gonna go yeah wild. no, I don't think it's that
0: yeah. way. I mean look at how long it's taken to fix the bugs for 3.0 just get that release you know you know take what you will from that but okay. I, I think in a normal I mean having been a participant in innumerable betas, which is probably the reason I don't do <sighs> I'm terrible about doing bugs anymore you know when I go testing and whatnot I just I kind of burn out on it. I've done it for too many games and it's just, yeah. You know, it requires way too much time, and I just don't have much time anymore. I just, I'm just not interested in doing it. Um, I like playing, looking at the shiny mm-hmm. things, and that's that's about it. But anyway, um, Oh we, we, lose Mon- we lost Monty. Oh my
1: goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. I, I will, I will Google yes. you him. Know. Anyway, Monty, Monty, Monty. <laughs>
0: and um. and as we continue to speak, um, yeah, I uh, I don't really think that there's any good metric for when it's going to be done. Um, we don't really know mm-hmm. how far along they are in other things. We know that this initial, you know, base thing that they had to redo everything for is taking longer than people expected. But that doesn't once again, you know, as evidenced by things like the um, oh geez, what's the uh, the networking stuff that they put in uh, recently? Apparently, for the the patches they mentioned having like sixty person uh, servers and whatnot, and doing tests with those um, mm-hmm. that. That's something that's that uh, CIG released, told us about. Um, Sean Tracy said that in an interview, uh, what like the week after um, CitizenCon, I think. So that's that's from the mouth of, of uh, from the horse's mouth. So those types of things, those weren't planned for 3.0, but they've been working on them since then, and they just have it like, hey, we can put it in there. If we you know, right? We can do it. There are 3.1. Well, we have it ready. Let's just do it now. So I think there's going to be a lot of that. Uh, the other other uh-huh. people didn't stop working. Um, as I got the sure, stuff done, sure. So maybe the timeline won't be affected that much, but I, I, I don't know. I think that's way too far out to try to, to try to justify any 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 reasonable. Well, maybe let, um, I, I think
1: probably I'm I, I'm I'm not asking the question properly. Um, I'm not saying that you know that that board is um, is right that he's that he's got a date nailed. What I'm 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 concerned about, or what has um, has attracted my attention here, is the significant or the the magnitude of his of the change in his estimate. It's gone from a year to two years. Okay. Um. So it's even even if the date's not you know, and I don't, I, I really like board gamer. I think board gamer is is head and shoulders above all other content creators as far as. Um, uh, communicating news and information in a um a, a well thought out well informed unbiased manner you know I mean, he's a fan obviously he's a fan but i think he does an excellent job of um, of uh, disseminating things reporting yes. yeah just disseminating information useful okay. information so when somebody i mean he's kind of like you know walter cronkite you know um, so when somebody like Walter Cronkite, you know, let's let's say Walter Cronkite versus, um, oh, who was that guy that uh, Tom, um, what's his name, that did and the uh, the late night how show? Much is any or, guy you can't remember because they did a terrible job. Yeah. Well, not that you know the, the the folks that are more sensational. Oh, I see the what folks you're saying. That are, uh, more, more hyperbolic. Um, well, I don't, I'm... But anyway, when, so when Walter Cronkite says, you know, this is is. You know, we—I was thinking this is going to happen in about a year, but now I'm thinking, optimistically, it's going to be two years. I mean, something changed, and I'm just wondering what that something that changed is.
0: I don't know, Monty. Do you have any? I don't know any opinion on. Is Monty here? Oh, good point. point. Uh,
2: I am here. Yay! Oh, excellent. I can't speak for Board Gamer. Uh, No idea what he's, uh, what his thought process is there. Um, I have not seen anything that would uh, shift my opinion from a full year more than what I thought before. Um, mm-hmm. on the other hand, I have completely and totally and 100% given up on any kind of time estimation on anything that is star citizen related.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Good man. That's me. I'm just here for the ride. I don't uh, I expect nothing.
2: I, I do have a suggestion, however. Yes.
1: You should Please. ask board gamer
2: to come on the show and discuss it with you.
1: Well, you see, that's that's the thing is that this show is those guys with ships. This is our community show. Um, we don't do guests. Um, um, this the idea is that we have conversations amongst ourselves, like we would be having if we were getting together to play games at a local game shop. So, um, doing the sort of celebrity guest um, uh, format is, is is something that um, that I don't want to do. Um, so. I'm more interested in learning what you guys think about it, rather than um, getting um, information from him. You know, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like if, if we were sitting down, we were just you know discussing perhaps uh, the uh, uh, some of the uh, 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 characteristics uh, uh, and the um, um, oh. What's a good word for it? I, I can't think of a good word. Uh, we were talking about Loki, and we were talking about, you know, people like him, people don't like him. You know, is he the trickster here? Is he this or that? We're not going to have... What's his name? Higglesburg? Higgles Higgleston? Uh, he's not going to be on the show, you know? Even if he was available, he's not going to be on but the show. But
0: so. if he became of those guys
1: with ships, man... A t- if he joined the org, or absolutely, then. in a minute. In a minute. In a minute. But, um, no, that's... Um, I think I have a mission. <laughs> <laughs> Get the entire cast of the Avengers on the show. Got it. <laughs> or, yeah. or in the org, rather. So, yeah. Uh. Um, uh, but, so I, I didn't... <clears throat> People have mentioned stuff like that to me before. It's like, oh, when are you going to have so-and-so on the show? And I've never really actually talked about it on the show. So there you have it. I just talked about it on the show. Not going to um, So, all right. Um. Whoa. Something. Again, the, the, the children are, are revaluing my house. That's great. Um. so I, I don't know I mean it's I, I I look at my personal opinion this is just I'm speaking for myself is that I believe Board Gamer is, is a is a useful measure uh, for assessing things and that he has changed his position significantly recently leads me to ask what happened? I, I and it's an open-ended question I, I know you guys can't tell me you know specifically but if you had heard something you know a rumbling or you know seen a particular um um seen a fire start in a particular portion of the deepest darkest reddits uh perhaps uh, that could at least shed some light upon uh, potential speculations which is is really what we're here for anyway (laughs) so but oh well but now monty but we do want to thank you again um uh for coming on and um You may know that in shows of late, we have oft referred to a mythical being loosely associated with conversations Mark and I have had by virtue of the thoughtful submissions you have so generously provided to us. And for all the horrible, unfair, and nasty things Mark has said about you, we here at Versecast do most sincerely apologize. Wow. With
0: Romeo the Buscleep. He's in the room, man. Jeez.
1: (laughs) It wasn't me, I swear. <laughs> um, so, Eric the Immortal, um, I, did you did you attend VerseCon as Eric the Immortal or a, as yourself?
2: I just came as myself. Oh, okay. What happened at VerseCon? Um, it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think the folks that set it up, you know, just a bunch of fans really, uh, did mm-hmm. a great job. Um, I think it could have helped a little bit if uh, CIG had released their CitizenCon schedule a bit earlier than they did. Um, as it was, the uh, the venue, I think, was set up to, to open its doors. Gosh, I don't know, I remember what time it was. Maybe noon. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, they started their things uh, much earlier in the day. Um, mm-hmm. I myself missed all of the panel streams because I was flying from Washington, D.C. to Austin. Um, oh, no. but, but but, uh, but we got in there and uh, you know, the uh, um, feature presentation uh, keynote address uh, was up on the big screen and we were all sitting there. And it was neat to, to be able to watch that with a whole bunch of guys are, and girls that are uh, cheering and uh, making the appropriate noises at the appropriate times. So that, that oh, was good. fun. Um, I got to meet uh, Doc Buckshot for the first time. Oh, nice. A um, hey, guy with ships. Yep, and talked with uh, Grit Spitter, also a uh, TGWS guy, but he's yeah. kind of local to me, so I've met him at Bar Citizens before. Mm-hmm. Um, spent a lot of time with uh, David Ladyman uh, That was those were fun conversations. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Played a few board games with uh, Kin Shadow. That was fun. Uh, oh, so
1: nice. From, um, uh, Guard Guard oh, nice from from Frequency Oh, nice. He lived in that area, or did he travel?
2: Um, I think he and Logan. No, Gloganti's in L.A., isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Um, but yeah, I think he's in. Uh, he's in the Austin area. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a good talk. Uh,
1: um, and did you did you say for uh, the second day?
2: I did. Uh, I was not going to fly all the way out there for just one day. Oh, so, okay.
1: Uh, and um, uh, so they were doing um, uh, tournaments and stuff. Was uh, did you participate in any of that?
2: Um, I the uh, arena commander tournament was a team of two. And I did not want to mm. uh, drag anybody else down with me, so uh, <laughs> so I signed up. You're such a gentleman. Yeah, I signed up only for the, um, uh, gosh, a Star Marine, uh, part of that tournament. Uh, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. the uh, the arena commander thing went so long that there was no time for the uh, Star Marines. So I did not participate in the tournament. But. uh Aww. Instead, you know, I milled about and talked to people and had lots and lots of Star Citizen conversations. So that was uh, that was lots of fun.
1: Did you uh, get to uh, visit with uh, Paul Shelley at all? Because I think he's the one that put it on, right? Or he was the, sort of the the MC.
2: Uh, he was there. Um, those guys, the the streamers, and even the ones that I met before and, and talked to a few times, um, they they tend to have their own sort of uh, uh, I don't know celebrity status almost. And, uh-huh. and lots of people, and I'm not one to, to jostle about to get to talk to somebody, so I just find who's ever standing in the corner by themselves and say, hey, what, what got you into Star Citizen? <laughs> Star Citizen, right man? Yeah.
1: That's right. <laughs> right, right on. Right on. Um, and um, uh, did you, by chance, uh, get a chance to, um, um, by chance, get a chance to... by chance, get a chance. To meet uh, Wingman Peterson, I understand he was there.
2: I did. Um, that was that was fun. I was glad to see him. I was wondering if he was going to show up or not. I was hoping some of the others might too. Um, but uh, but yeah, Wingman was there, so that was neat.
1: Any talk about what's going on with uh, with their project down there? Because they're they're still in the Austin area, right?
2: Uh, they are, and there was some talk about it. But um, gosh, uh, my my memory for things not Star Citizen related is not that great. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's uh, Descent, uh, Descent Underground um, is the uh, the game that uh, Wingman and I forget the other guy who left with him. Uh, and I, I think the other guy was kind of like Lando before Lando was Lando. Um,
2: um, now you're talking, well, I think you're talking about the, oh, are you talking about the, uh, the videographer guy or the yes, designer? Yes, Okay.
1: The videographer guy. Right. He wasn't actually a CID employee, but he was sort of correct. Um, uh, right. A community stalwart, if if that, Ooh, uh, look at you, if that works, yeah, yeah, um, that, um, and he has a beard. So you know, I draw simple associations. Day, beard, talkie man, spaceship zoom, um, but I know that they. Um, um, they and I, I, I got into the Kickstarter on that one. I, I I gotta check in and see what's going on with that game because it actually does have VR support. So, oh god, um, it's a bit arcadey. That would be um, terrible. But, that's uh, that's the, the descent one, right? That's oh, shoot.
2: descent underground. I would
0: yeah. be oh, I'd be hurling so fast. That would be funny? That with with oh yeah, that with VR. Nope,
1: Mark done. <laughs> Marks, you're not putting a quarter up on my nope. keyboard. Mark saying, Dunn. The next man. There goes sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that would be. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what it sounds like too. Like, oh, (laughs) testing the VR things. I want to let you guys know. I I took one for the team with those. That was, ooh, that was rough. Oh man.
1: Mm. We appreciate it, Mark. We do. Um, Well, good. It's it's so, uh, and it sounds like, um, uh, because I listen to uh, Paul Shelley on the on the Astro Pub um, as as often as I can, and it sounds like they um, they are planning on doing it again. I think so. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully that will be the case because uh, I think that we're not gonna we're not going to have a citizen con here in the states at least until um, until 2019. Is that right? I forget. I forget there's been no official. I task, thought, but I, I think I th- thought they did the U.S. one one year,
0: Germany the next, U.S. one year. London next, back and forth like that. I
1: thought that's the they that they, they did. Maybe it was just the theory craft. The theory craft of it was that uh, they would do Manchester next time to coincide with hopefully, hope, 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 a Squadron 42 release, um, and then Citizen Con, um, and then uh, the following year back here for a Star Citizen release. But if we're at that point only going to be going into beta then maybe it would be Manchester then back to Germany then back to the US in 2020
0: Uh, I
2: don't don't think
1: they'll. I I have a feeling
0: uh, it won't matter where they are with things I think they'll just release it that could be yeah because I I, the thing you're forgetting about or maybe overlooking is the uh, having, having to get the venues especially if they're doing a more expanded uh expanded what, whether the content or whatever they did like this last time where they really they really made a,
1: like a real grown-up like a real
0: convention. convention not just a convention It's right. not actually a convention um so if they're doing that that requires exactly. a lot of space uh those types of things i mean you have to set up well in advance so i would guess that you know well before they would know necessarily when things would be coming out i have a feeling so i think that's probably we're going to see whatever schedule they set to i, I would I would be willing to put money on that—that that it will have nothing to do with when things are actually released, as to where they are at.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's you're—you're you're so
0: practical, Mark. I'm like a voice of practicality.
1: You are. Um. Uh, so anyway, um. Uh, very cool. Um. It, it was great to have um, to get some some pictures and some updates from uh, from the scene. So uh, again, Monty, thank you for that. Um. And, in addition, um. Uh, Well, not in addition. Actually, the the thing that that, um, Mark and I have discussed uh, that is foremost in my mind um, uh, relative to submissions that you have submitted were associated with the death of a spaceman mechanic. And so I definitely, one of the things when I, when I, when you agreed to come on the show, I said, oh, we've got to talk about this. I texted Mark. I said, Mark, uh, Eric the Immortal's coming on the show. we got to talk about this because he's Eric the Immortal, 1,400th of his name. And um, and then, you know, of course, the, the humor um, unfurls from there because our humor unfurls. And so, guys, let's talk about... Um, uh, Death of a Spaceman, because we have the expert here. You, Monty.
2: Okay. Um, do you have a question about it? or yeah, Just extemporize upon the, the death. Just,
0: really just speak <laughs> speak knowledge at the microphone. Um, uh, I yeah, feel you like
2: you kind of covered it already on the show. Um, but yeah, so Death of the Spaceman is a game mechanic in Star Citizen, or it was going to be. Um, wherein your character suffers a quote-unquote death, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that character has to be retired and a new one created. Um, Mm -hmm. Instead, there is some random and unknown number of lives uh, that your character has. um, And the the hand-wavian involved is that it was a near-death experience, and the technology of the uh, Star Citizen universe is able to keep you alive uh, potent, uh, possibly even um, uh, add mechanical sci- cybernetic uh, parts to, uh, to not only keep you alive but also show your sort of your character's history like a scar or something like that um, but then at some point all of that's going to wear out, your body wears out and you will indeed die and you will have to create a new character or have some other character that you already have um, inherit the, your first character's uh, wealth and maybe a bit of his reputation.
1: Okay, okay. Um, and I and Mark, uh, please help me here with um, uh, the um, the parts of this as that we uh, discussed relative to the um the questions that Monty had said in mm-hmm. so we were we were we were concerned about uh, the ability to clone characters
0: so right? we had talked about let's see we talked about cloning right the idea that because the way that it, the way to just give people because obviously not everyone listens to every show I mean they should but if they didn't um I believe the idea was around the role-playing stuff we talked about you know a role player you know puts a lot of effort into a single character they don't necessarily want to have mm-hmm. that character disappear um for a what will amount to a random event they want to have that meaning they want to have availability and and once again like I said it that role that role uh, potentially um, influences how they act within the group and so it's not one of those things where they they want to just you know the group of people that they're playing with so it's not something where they can mm-hmm. necessarily just change that role um, without severely uh, what, I guess, change the dynamic of the group. I think that's, I mean, that, that's not the whole thing, but that's one of the points I think you were making. Is that right, Monty? Something along those lines? Or am I just completely off?
2: Yeah, I think I like it better when you're arguing for my points. <laughs> right, so, <laughs>
0: that's just right. It's so funny, because when Glee picks something, I just kind of see what way he picks it, and I'll just go the opposite way, and we'll see what happens. But, um, so, uh, uh on the fly. are so confident. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, my parents used to love it. Um. So, uh, that's the idea now one thing I will say and I did hear this and I apologize I cannot remember where the source was from I know it was a CIG person because I made sure that I remember that it was someone at CIG said it versus um, just some random um, they did mention that you know the cybernetic stuff the idea may be that it requires a ton of money to actually get a, a biological part let's say let's just use an eyeball for example or something like that or a hand um, tons of money to get that where it would actually erase the um, uh, that death, if you will, the, the 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 one check mark that you have, or whatever it is that 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 death. Say you have six deaths, that erases one of those deaths. Uh, however, it costs just an exorbitant amount of money. You can do it, mm-hmm. but it's going to really cost you. The other the other thing you can do is instead of walking around with one eyeball, you get a cybernetic, you know, implant or something like that. That's a lot easier to manufacture. It's a lot cheaper may not work as well but it functions and allows you to keep going on but it has that inherent risk where yeah, you've lost one of your one of your quote-unquote lives so having heard that really changed the way I think that, that, that I looked at how they were planning on this I think what they're doing with something like that that gives a person like Monty who really wants to play one character and wants to have that experience gives them the opportunity to do so um, but is going to cost what could potentially be a very hefty price to do it. Um, But it's there. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty fair um, that, you know, it it doesn't make it accessible to everybody but it puts that, it puts that, um, the possibility possibility there. Yeah, and puts the onus Mm -hmm. on the player to make that decision. You know, if that's really what they Mm -hmm. want to do. So, for instance, Monty might, I mean, he's going to have to put away his life insurance money. have to stick it away. If Buzz maybe actually gets to be a, Maybe accidental death dismemberment whatever doesn't really matter matter. Um, (laughs) right it's kind of one of those types of things but the idea being that yeah instead he's going to get that uh, you know he has that money there save it for that rainy day and you know yeah he's not going to be able to get the fancy ship or you know guns blazing in tons of places waste tons of ammo where it's going to cost him a lot of money to get things replaced or repaired or whatever no yeah in anticipation of the fact that that one day will come along when he gets hurt and he may actually have to pay that money to keep his I, I guess what I'm saying is you, you would have to think, it almost feels like you would have to step out of your character for a minute, you know, step out of the role-playing aspect and say, look, yeah, okay, I've got to spend this money, you know, to keep this character alive. I don't know. Do you, do you think that's something you would have to do, Monty, or do you think you'd be able to work that into a uh, into your role and, and be able to, I don't know, continue, I don't want to say without, uh, without any hiccups, but... Work it into in, into your role playing where you felt like it was a part of your character, not just some random game mechanic that you had to kind of you know bow to in order to keep playing the way you want to play.
2: Um, yeah, sure, it could be, uh, you know, depending upon the situation and uh, and how much money you are role playing that character to have. Um, I didn't even think about but, that? Yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean, for for role players in online games like. Like Star Citizen is expected to be, um, the idea that you have to to jump through some hoops and work around the game mechanics is uh, is is just expected. Okay. I mean it. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not any kind of thing. Um, I think the real question is is like how cognizant should the the developers be of the needs and desires of their role playing community when they're designing the game. Mm-hmm. You know, the the developers are, are designing the game to be played in a certain way, maybe, you know, many different ways, but, you know, how many of them actually, I mean, I know a lot of the Star Citizen developers have been role players, they've Dungeons and Dragons, things like that, mm-hmm. but role playing in an online persistent game is its own beast. Mm-hmm. And you know how many of them have spent significant time doing that, and how well do they understand that aspect of the community? And should that uh, community really be, um, in any way, catered to? Um, it's a question I don't have a, a solid answer for, it, um, other than my own biased one. But <laughs> which uh, is yes, yes, completely. Which yes. is yes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's an interesting question. Is you know when when they are considering game design. Um, you know how much can they they look at that and say, okay, how would this affect a role playing community, and how, what can we do to get our desired effect and still allow them to do their thing as well?
0: Well, it's interesting. I don't think you even have to look at. It. It is you know the more I think about these sorts of things, because um, you know, I, some of these conversations we have, uh, especially ones where they're, they're keyed off by uh, someone, you know throwing an email at us and, 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 you know, asking opinions or just giving their opinion and then, you know, and I'll discuss it. Um, it gives you a different outlook on how to look at things. Or, that's the same, same mm-hmm. thing twice. Um, it gives you a different outlook on... Well, it depends on how, you it look, look it. on how you look at it. depends on how you look at it. On how the mechanics of the game may affect different people or how the game may be played. And the answer is obviously they want to be a sandbox and kind of play it how you want it. But there are... You do... invariably there are a finite number of rules you have to play it certain ways otherwise it just doesn't work but um, something like that you know I thought to myself you know Mark would you really care if you lost a character Um, you know even for a non role player um, I've I've done my my share of Dungeons & Dragons I always preferred the high role playing versus the uh, um, versus the, uh, the min maxers I played an entire campaign Uh once where there was never a roll of a single die. That was kind of fun. Attaboy! Yeah, we did the whole thing. Uh, It was on back in high school. We played. uh, Me and a couple friends played uh, on the buses going back and forth to some events. Um, So we couldn't roll any dice. So we just played it. uh, So I just I just DM'd the entire thing in my head. We just we just uh, you know made made decisions based on that. So it was very interesting. Anyway. But having said that, I'm not typically I don't go into the high role-playing kind of kind of kind of gameplay. Um, but even having, but with that that in mind, I still have a desire not to see a character that I've worked very hard for die or disappear, uh, even if I'm getting really what amounts to almost no—I don't want to say no real loss, but a. Only mildly significant loss in the process, uh, in terms of you know, in terms of whatever accumulated things. So even in that regard, uh, especially being a person who plans on playing a relatively risky uh, play style, uh, dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, that got me thinking. You know, would I be the guy? Uh, that would save his money just for this. You know, would I be stocking away stuff, not getting the bigger ships, keeping the smaller ship? Um, maybe reusing weapons uh, or using certain ones that don't, maybe aren't as effective but are cheaper. Kind of, the, kind of taking the, the the maybe the Drake stand on things. You know, it works. That's good enough. Um, just so I have that rainy day fund, so I can use that, so I can keep that same character alive as long as possible. I got to say, even from that standpoint, I think I might. I, I might be that guy. So I don't think it's necessarily a, a role players that are the only ones that get benefit for some of these rules.
1: Well, I, I think that the, the thing, Mark, when you and I were talking about the thing, the sort of the, the point that we came up with that I felt like we were in disagreement with Monty was um, the situation that, that um, um, brought forth the name Eric the Immortal, 1400th of his mm-hmm. name, which was that... Um, Eric um, uh, has has his adventures. Eric dies, and then a an exact replica of Eric comes mm-hmm. back, and he's alive again. Um, as opposed to a situation where um, the character is necessarily a little bit different. I mean, it can be you know a, a relative, but he's not the same sure. character. It's not the same yeah. character. That it's it's a distinct character. And Monty, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I was remembering your point being is that if I want to... Um, Eric dies, my, my character dies, and I want, to, I want to continue to play that character. I don't want to play his heir, I want to continue playing uh, that character because my, my enjoyment of, of playing the character isn't done yet. I still have more, more fun to get out of Eric, um, Eric number, you know, whatever he is. Uh, so, um, a- am I remembering that right, or is this just some? You know, no, you uh, are. Am I? Okay, okay. So, because um, you guys feel it's, it feels like you guys are getting along too well, I was really hoping <laughs> well, for I, you know some some sort of yeah. Well, before the game mechanic came along, I and mean, that was the whole
0: idea, right? It's like okay, well, you only have you only have five lives, whatever, or five to seven, whatever it happens to be. So when you're dead, you're dead. I and mean, what are you going to do about it? And you know, Monty's situation was well. Look, I don't want to die like that. I don't, I want to be able to, whatever. You know, continue that person on. Or if I do, I want to be able to make an exact copy. I think... Right, right. That was a, the, the exact copy with the exact same name. Right, and be able to have know, this exact same person pick up right where I left off and, oh, he's Eric. No, Eric never really died, right. obviously. Okay. And I think what we were talking about is that um, that, to me, seems like a cheapening of the, of the game experience. You've taken away that, um, that, what's the word I'm looking for, the... Um, Fragility or well, yeah, or um perishability. The, yeah, it's the uh, the cost. It's like a banana. You took away the banana. You took away the banana cost of a uh, of a. <laughs> could, How are you going to measure anything without an exact scale? So if if you have a banana sitting there to measure it, um, it is much smaller than it should be, because <laughs> um, the cost of of that death has been cheapened. So I think. if they do actually do this thing where you have to pay more to keep your guy alive at a, at a constant state that kind of covers that um, it gives it gives the role players a mechanic that they can use to keep their you know their person playing as as they want them to so it kind of takes the argument away look nope there's a mechanic for that don't worry about it I And mean, that's kind of what I've gotten to uh, Monty I mean is that kind of what you feel like with that I mean have you even heard about it maybe I, maybe I read it maybe it was a dream Pretty sure it was a it was a dev though that said that.
2: Uh, I have heard of of speak how possibly um the medical profession if you're able to get the proper medical care quickly enough and depending upon the success of the uh player who's playing the medic or doctor or whatever you want to say, you know, perhaps they can uh not cost you a life. Okay. Um, And, you know, that kind of thing. I had not heard necessarily that You'd, you'd have to just flat out pay a certain amount of money and have that happen. But it's essentially the same mm-hmm. idea. Um, you know, you get the right kind of care. You get the right equipment. Um, you can not have one of those uh, quote-unquote lives expire. Um, and, yeah, and I think that is a, uh, a good way of, of lessening the sting and giving people options to, on how to handle that kind of stuff. Um, I do not think it is the answer to, to really what we were talking about. Um, in that, you know, the, the the scenario is your character has died; it's over, done. Um, now, what can you do? What should you do? Um, and how do folks feel about the idea that, you know, hey, if I can create the exact same looking character, and I can give him whatever name I want, and just happens to be the same one that old guy used to have um from the game the game's perspective the game point of view this is a different character right you know, you've taken the financial hit you've taken the um the monetary hits uh i'm sorry the I reputation said, uh, yeah. uh, the, the reputation yeah. hit thank you um mm-hmm. and you have to go through all the same rigmarole of uh inheriting the the equipment and and whatnot um so as the game's concerned, this is a new guy from the role-playing aspect. Um, if you can do that, then you would supposedly be able to just, you know, hand wave that death away. It never happened, mm-hmm. um, and continue playing your character. Hmm.
1: Well, uh, um, I, guys, I, you know, Monty, I think you're gonna have to come back because I've got so many more questions about this.
2: I'd be happy to.
0: Mark, oh, I'm always for it. I'm, I'm, I'm always up for okay. a good discussion.
1: Okay, so what I... the And I'll just, I'll just lay this out here. The, the thing that occurs to me that I think is, um, is uh, worth considering is what if the character becomes a player of significance within the game Ooh. such that a large org, like the leader of a large org, and that... Um, uh, that person becomes a target of a rival org. They take him out. He comes back. He's the exact same character.
0: Okay. What well, doesn't even have to be a rival org. It could be a game, uh, uh, NPC organization, or he could be super villain or superhero of the UEE slash pirate whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. How would that affect things? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna think about that for next time. Uh, Next time, Monty graces us with his presence.
1: Absolutely, I think I think it's it's intriguing stuff. The I think it, it's definitely yes. it's yeah it's definitely uh, worth uh, worth continuing the conversation. But first, we have to get out of here. But you can't do that until you've had your pizza report. <laughs> um, do you guys know what IK is? Yes. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, I know you. Oh, do. I'm cheating. You okay. Yeah, no, it's really a confusing word. And every time they say it, I have to ask somebody, hey, what does IK mean? But no one knows. As always, john.pizzatm is here to help. Um, And I'm going to link an article that he linked in a link to a link regarding Sorion explaining the magics of the IK. Uh, It's in our forums, uh, so definitely go do check it out. And remember, the first rule of john.pizza is we don't talk about john.pizza. Hashtag just don't do it. Just don't do it. It, it. Wow, we we got a mail. We yes, we, we received a mail, um, and that mail was from Blindazabat uh, Blindazabat Blind, 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 as, blind. Yeah, There you go.
0: <laughs> How do I know you were oh, going to mess that up? I looked at that as like Blind as Okay, and I'm thinking he's going to. Did you did you hear, did
1: you hear that light bulb oh, go man. off? That was you
0: should amazing. really say these things out <laughs> loud before you come on the show, and it'll just it usually makes very quite a bit more sense. No, oh, well, where would the funny go then?
1: <laughs> I might get entertained, so I'm fine with it. Blind as a Bat says, Hi, guys. I love your podcast and listen to it religiously every week. Just a question. Why do you, even after discussing lengthily the Xi'an language presentation, persist in calling them Xi'an and not Xi'an, as the Xeno Conehead pronounces it? <laughs> Just, I love the distinction of Zeno conehead. <laughs> <laughs> um, since this language is obviously very Mandarin inspired, for it to be pronounced Jian, it would have to be spelled Z H I A N. I might be wrong, of course, but I like to think I'm not. Smiley face. Keep up the good work and make us laugh while we patiently wait for the game, Richard Fingers. Cheers, Commander, blind as a bat. Yes, Commander, I'm an elite player, at least for now. Winky face. Uh, Commander, thanks for the email. Uh, we are now 182 episodes into this thing, and I think it is safe and fair to now finally proclaim we are those guys with ships, and we am not words. No. There is no healing from this affliction. Oh, you, you, you
0: the two worst people to have ever pronounced anything or remember how to do it.
1: Even if you did tell us. Love us as we are. Yes. We got some new members to the organization. Uh, Neko 404 joined us, as did Test Pilot and Star Raider. At Star Raider. Um, and then in the org, we um, we have... I got excited. I got excited, Mark. Bob. Yeah. I saw it. Oh, wait. Bob. Huh? No. But not that I'm not
0: happy it's to not see
1: him. this Bob. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bob, welcome. You're not the Bob of which we n- no longer speak because our heart was broken so so badly, so badly by Bob. Um, New Bob says, My stepbrother told me about this and the ships look cool. I currently have a Mustang Alpha and I'm looking to improve. We're all looking to improve, Bob. Welcome. Um, and, you know, guys, I think that's about it. Monty, thank you so much for coming on the show um, and look forward to having you back ag- again soon so we can continue this conversation and... Uh, and, um, and have other conversations too because you're smart and you you know words and you speak good
2: I'll be glad to come back thanks for having me again
1: <laughs> uh, and Mark thank you for coming back too I don't know why you keep doing it I'll,
2: uh, you know um,
0: it was either that or you know lick the cat's butt so
1: I went, I went with this one this time I it's good to know that I am a positive alternative to looking cat yeah. butt. Well, you know, I mean everyone's got their everyone's got their uh, what is it, I don't know. Their strong points, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I see now I have to go out and, and um edit my personal ad. <laughs> that's am better than cat butt licking. Darn it. That's
0: I mean that's a good one. I think you're gonna get a lot of play on that. How, how
1: could I, I think. Yep, swap to the right. <laughs> oh, God. Please go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's dot com. Engine now has their own cryptocurrency. Mark, you own it all now, right? I bought so
0: much of this enginecoin.io, I don't mm-hmm. even know what to do with it all. I'll probably buy a game, or 47,000.
1: Um, You know what you need to do, folks, is go to enginecoin.io and see if Mark left any behind for you. Go to INN and learn things. It can be found at imperialnews.network. Check out Star Citizen, the base radio at thebase.sc. You can reach us. You can reach the podcast. You can reach the show. Best way to do that is by email comms at versecast.org is the address to join our star citizen organization go to tinyurl.com slash join on youtube go to tinyurl.com slash guys tube on twitter we are at versecast do be sure to use that hashtag TGWS on steam we are those guys with ships and do be sure to check out our star citizen gaming community website it is versecast.org <coughs> nope. now I know what you're thinking how did this happen? Well, it's a long story. My name is Gleep, and my contact information, along with all the links, all the links that are print to fit—I always get that backwards. Print to fit. You see the, the other way is like literal. This is the funny. All those can be found in the show notes. Go to tinyurl.com/tgwsnotes. Guys, uh, I'm Mark. You can reach me at madcow1001 at
0: gmail.com or mark at firstcast.org. Uh, my portion of the show was brought to you by a, uh, well, I think we all know the uh, the tiger-sized butthole that apparently I didn't get to lick tonight because I was too busy doing this. <laughs> Monty? Uh,
2: my name is Monty and I think Gleep has been wearing the wrong animal head in his games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there a kitty
0: head in those? That
1: would be amazing. Oh, 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 oh. I think that would violate my parole. <laughs> Until next time then. We are those guys with ships and this has been the Verse cast. Cue music. Oh, how I like this mm-hmm.